Well, hey, church, I am so excited about this brand new series that is starting today entitled Overflow. And this series is an annual series that we do where we prepare our hearts and we build our faith as we get ready for our miracle offering that we receive every year. And uh, I'm out here today uh, about 68 floors up over our city because I just wanted you to see the city Remember that you are a part of an amazing city. I wanted to remind you that we are a part of a 2.2 million person city, that the harvest is massive, that there are literally so many people that we need to reach with the hope and the love and the faith of Jesus Christ. And so I just kind of wanted to film out here because I wanted to make sure that our vision is staying big that our hearts are staying open, that we are believing God to do something amazing through our church and through every church in our city because the need is incredible. The need is huge. And I believe that we are all here for such a time as this to serve our city, love our city, and bring change to our city. So I've entitled this series Overflow, and that's really been the theme of our whole year. And then I gave it this little tag, Believing God, stretching our faith, making room for more. And that's really what this series is all about. We, we want to help you believe God. I believe this series is going to stretch our faith and I am believing for more. I am believing that we're going to make more of an impact. We're going to help more people. We're going to see more salvations. We're going to see more families restored. We're going to see more miracles. We're going to see more people rededicate their lives to Christ. We're going to see more baptisms and more people getting connected. And so that's what this is all about. This isn't just about a building. Uh, it's definitely not about money. It is about our opportunity to help bring change and bring the light of Jesus to our city. And so at the end of this month, the last Sunday of August, we're going to receive our miracle offering. Now, this is an annual offering. We do it every year. I just want to tell you that, and I'm, I'm telling you for a few reasons. First of all, obviously, I want you praying and thinking about what you would give. But even more than that, uh, we don't do surprise offerings around here. We don't pressure people around here. I'm giving you the opportunity, quite frankly, to pray and give or to take the Sunday off. Um, we, we are all about being spirit-led and about having a heart for this house and loving what God is doing in our church. And so... That's why this is so important, and that's why we want to make sure that we give you plenty of time to prepare your heart and um, help you make decisions. And so during our miracle offering, this is an annual thing we do. It goes above our tithe. It goes above just kind of our weekly giving. It's a one-time gift. We do it every year. It's a one-time special gift to the Lord that propels our church forward in a supernatural way. Now, Jabin, what should I give? Well, we'll never tell you what to give. Here's all I will tell you. I will tell you to ask God what you should give. I'm not going to give you a number. I'm not going to say, you know, if everyone could at least give this amount, I'm not going to do that. We don't manipulate and we don't pressure. I want you to pray. I want you to take the next month. I want you to take the, the rest of August to really think, to really pray. If you're married, to talk to your spouse and really decide what would, Holy Spirit, what would you have us give? I know right now that my wife and I, Shannon and I, we are praying, Lord, what should we give in this miracle offering? And I just want you to pray. 
And then number two, I want you to take a step of faith. I am believing and I'm encouraging everybody in our church to give a gift that requires faith. Listen, if $5 requires faith, do it. If 500 requires faith, do it. If 5,000, 500,000, whatever. I'm not here to put numbers. I'm just here to say pray and then give a faith offering, something that requires faith, something that causes you to believe God and to stretch. Because I do believe there is a miracle in the stretch. I believe there is a miracle in believing God. I, I find that story amazing when Jesus asked the man with the withered hand, he said, stretch forth your hand. I just think there's a miracle in the stretch. And when the man stretched forth his hand, he was healed. I just think there's something powerful about that. And I think there's something powerful about when we stretch forth what we have to God. I believe there's a miracle in the stretch. So let me just remind you how this whole thing began. You know, we're only 18 months old. We, we're just a baby church. We just got started. And um, in May of 2016, Shannon and I were here in Las Vegas. We were just hanging out. We were visiting some friends and family and just came for a little vacation. And while we were here, I just felt so clearly, and so led by the Holy Spirit that we were supposed to move back to Vegas and plant a church. We we didn't have a name, we didn't have a plan, we didn't have a date, but I'm telling you, it was like, I just knew that I knew. I knew on the inside that we were supposed to come back. And so I went back to California. I immediately met with my pastor and I said, Pastor, I think I have a word from God. I think the Lord spoke to me. I, uh, I think I got a vision. And he said, I think it's God. And so that was May 2016. We then took the next year to pray, to plan, and for Shannon to have Goldie. At that time, she was pregnant with Goldie. And so we waited a whole nother year in California. We began to have conversations. We began to talk about it. We began to tell friends and family about it. But in May of 2017, a year later, we packed up the U-Haul, we packed up our car, and we left Newport Beach, California and we came to Las Vegas. That was May 28, 2017. And we got to the city. We didn't have a house. We <laughs> didn't have an apartment yet. We kind of didn't really know what to do. And I was going to be traveling a lot. So we actually moved in with some of our family and uh, crashed their house for a while. And we just began to meet with people. We began to dream. We began to have some Bible studies. We began to pray. We began to connect and we just begin to fall in love with this city like never before. And so over the next few months, we would meet literally hundreds of people who were also looking for a church, who were also dreaming of God doing a new thing in our city. So we began to prepare. We began to gather together. We uh, ended up meeting every Monday night at Rise Church over on the southwest part of town and they were so generous to us as they let us meet every Monday night for free. It was amazing. It was such a blessing to us and to the church. And then in February of 2018, February 11th, 2018, we launched City Light Church at Fest Middle School. Um, it was a very cold morning. I'll never forget it. Uh, we met in the cafeteria setting up metal folding chairs, and pipe and drape, and stages. And I mean, it was just, it was crazy. It was amazing. And hundreds of people came to that first service. And 
we knew then that God was up to something special. So over the next seven months, we were having church. Uh, we were just plugging along, and we were committed to kind of a set-up and tear-down portable church lifestyle for a long time. You know, we, we thought we would go years like that, and we're absolutely open to that. But in July of 2018, a pastor called me, and he said, hey, we have this building on uh, Warm Springs in Durango, would you like to lease it? So I said, well, let me pray about it. Yes, absolutely, we wanna do it. And then I went to you and I said, we need to receive a special offering to pay to move into the building that we currently meet, on, meet in on Sundays. And it was at that point that I really asked you to believe with me, to stretch your faith, and to believe God with us. You know, when we first planted the church, we planted on the sacrifices of amazing pastors all over the world. I called pastors from literally everywhere, from Asia to New Zealand, Australia, Africa, all over America, everywhere, South America. Pastors that I know, pastors that I'm friends with. And I said, would you help us plant City Light Church? Would you give financially to help us pay for speakers and uh, trailers and kids equipment and office space all that kind of stuff and so that small congregation we were just about 300 people but y'all gave so faithfully so sacrificially and it got us to the place that we are right now and here's what's amazing about that is since then our church has now over tripled and it's crazy and i want i want to tell a lot of you who are sitting in a seat someone sacrificed for you to be in that seat. Someone paid for that seat. Literally, someone someone came and pulled up carpet and laid down new carpet. Some, some guy gave up his evenings to come and help demo the building. Uh, people gave sacrificially and served and prepared and, and did all they could do to, to get you to the place where you are now. It's not that, you know, uh, what we are currently experiencing was cheap or free. It's on the sacrifice of hundreds of people who gave so that we could be at the place we are right now. And now it's our turn again to give again for our next worship space. So you think about all the amazing ministry that we're doing out of this little building, 6,000 square feet. So now we are currently looking, we are walking through, we are praying about, we're talking to real estate agents. I mean, we are, we are getting really serious about this about a building of 20,000 to 40,000 square feet. And we're really believing God for the right building. We're open to a long-term lease. We're open to a purchase. We're just kind of open to whatever the Holy Spirit might lead for us. And so that is our next step. We are in our current space until September, 2020. And so we have about just over a year to find our new space, begin construction and make the move. And so I want to thank you. I want to thank you for believing with us. Um, I really don't want this to just be a money series. Please, please, please give me grace even over the next month. All I want to do this month is build our faith together to make a move together. We're not a money church. We don't, we don't hound people for money. We don't focus on money. I've uh, Honestly, I did a two-week financial series last year. And then I did one talk on giving um, earlier this summer. Like we're, we're, we're just not like, 
we don't want to be that church that makes you feel like you're under constant pressure. We're not a crisis church that is constantly coming to you for offerings. Like, man, if you don't give, we're in trouble. We don't do any of that. All I want to do this month is build our faith together to believe God for something amazing. So today I want to take you to kind of the first ever uh, miracle offering in the Bible, like the first building offering in the Bible. And it's actually King David as he is giving to the house of God as Solomon is taking over as king. And this is in First Chronicles 29. Uh, verse 14, it says, but who am I and who are my people that we could give you anything? Everything we have has come from you and we give you only what you first gave us. We are here only for a moment, visitors and strangers in the land as our ancestors were before us. Our days on earth are like a passing shadow, gone soon without a trace. Oh Lord, our God, even this material we have gathered to build a temple to honor your holy name comes from you. It all belongs to you. I know, my God, that you examine our hearts and rejoice when you find integrity there. You know I have done all this with good motives and I've watched your people offer their gifts willingly and joyously. By the way, that is the testimony of our church. You have given willingly and joyously, and it has so blessed me. And O oh Lord, the God of our ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, make your people always want to obey you. See to it that their love for you never changes. And give my son Solomon a wholehearted desire to obey all of your commands. And just from this text, I just want to give you three things really quickly as we begin to pray over the next month about our part to play in this miracle offering. And the first thing here is every offering is just giving back to the Lord. David said in verse 14, who am I and who are my people that we could give anything to you? Everything we have has come from you and we give you only what you first gave us. Y'all, every time we give, we are reminding ourselves that God is our source. Every time we give, we are reminding our family that we trust the Lord. Every time we give, we're telling the Lord, God, we remember that everything we have, it came from you anyway. We're simply returning it. We're simply honoring you with it. That every offering is simply a gift back to the Lord. And we don't give to pay God back. We can't do that. But it's like every time we give, we are just reminding ourselves, this is all from the Lord. You know, so even as we pray about it, we're just asking God, Lord, what, what would you want us to give? Because, man, everything we have is from the Lord. We're just, you know, two kids from a small town in Belen, New Mexico. We never knew we would be here. We, we never knew the hand of favor that would be upon City Light Church. We're just blown away. We're just, we're just so honored by it. And so... I just want you praying about that, and I want you thinking about that. Lord, everything I have, it came from you, and now I'm giving it back to you. The second thing is, giving gives our short life eternal impact. Giving gives our short life eternal impact. David said in verse 15, we are only here for a moment. Y'all, life is short. Life is short if you live 30 years. Life is short if you live 130 years. Life is short 
in comparison to eternity. We are only here for a moment. So let's make these moments count. Let's make these moments matter. Let's let's be a person of legacy, a person of generosity. Every gift you give, every seed you sow, it will outlive you. It will cause your life to make a great impact. I'm just telling you, life is short, y'all. And I'm not just living for this moment. I'm not just living for right now. I I am living for eternity. We are only here for a moment. Let's not just gather up stuff for ourselves, but let's give into something eternal. Let's give into the kingdom of God. Jesus said that the church would prevail, that the gates of hell would not prevail against the church. Jesus said in Matthew 16 that he is building his church. I want to be a part of something Jesus is building. I don't want to just build my own empire. I don't want to just build my own life. I don't want to just build my own bank account. I want to build something that Jesus is building. So every time I give, it helps me to make this very short little life that I have, this very quick passing moment that I have, it gives it great impact, eternal impact, kingdom impact, impact on souls. It's no longer just about me and mine, but it is about my world. And then the last thing is we give for the next generation. The whole reason David was giving this offering to build God's house is for Solomon, for the next kingdom that was coming, for the next generation that was coming. He said that in verse 19. He said, now give Solomon the desire to obey your commands. Everything that David was doing, giving to, preparing for this house, this this house of worship, wasn't for him. It was for his children. It was for his sons and his daughters. I just want you to think about that. I'm not just giving for me. I'm, I'm giving for Goldie. I'm not just giving for Goldie. I'm giving for the generation after her. We're not just giving for ourselves so that we have maybe a more comfortable auditorium or better bathrooms or a better lobby. This really isn't about us. This is about the next generation. It's about the impact it's going to have on our children, on our young people. You know, right now we can only offer three different classrooms. So think about it. Even like right now, our classroom is is a classroom for a first grader through fifth grader. And sorry, I'm yelling. I'm getting all excited about this, but I'm so pumped up about it. But we want to break that up so that we can break up the different ages so that every kid is getting the kind of ministry that they need for their age for their space, for where they are in in life and in their faith journey. And so we're going to be able to do all of that. This isn't just about like a cool, bigger building or, you know, what, whatever. Oh man, this is so about the next generation. That's why, that's why I'm investing in this. That's why I want to be a part of this. You know, if it was just about me, I've got my parking space. I've got my green room. I always have my chair. This has nothing to do with me and my comfort. This is about I believe the thousands and thousands and thousands of people and children and youth that we are supposed to reach. And friend, I believe that our current space is too small for what God wants to do. Frankly, it's too small for what God's already doing, let alone where he wants to take us in the years to come. So that's why we're giving. That's why we're giving. And man, and if the Holy Spirit doesn't lead you to give, then please don't give. If, if you feel pressured, please don't give. If, if you don't feel like the Holy Spirit is leading you to be a part of this, please don't give. 
it is so not about that. We are totally trusting God. But we also do believe that there are hundreds of you that are going to hear from heaven, that are called to this house, that are called to City Light Church, that this is home and you're supposed to give something. And again, I just want you to pray. Our, our, the, the future is so bright. God has so much in store for us. And I believe that this miracle offering is going to be just that. We're going to be able to look back in September as we make the announcement of what came in and we're going to be able to say this was a miracle, a miracle, a miracle of God. So look, I love you. I'm so excited about what God is doing in our church. So we're praying for you and we're just believing that we're going to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. You know, Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and the voice of a stranger they will not follow. So we're just believing God. We're believing God together. But just to know that Shannon and I love you. We're praying for you. Uh, we're believing that God has knit us together for such a time as this and that God is going to use this church. He's going to use us. Not just a building, not just a, a great production on Sunday, but he's going to use all of our lives to make a massive impact in this city. Uh, we, we really do love you. We're excited about our future. We're excited about all the Lord has done in the first 18 months of our church. And I'm just telling you, we haven't seen anything yet. We have some incredible days ahead in Jesus' name.